and welcome to another American Road Trip Talk, where we introduce you to the people and places behind the articles in American Road Magazine. I'm your host, Foster Brown. For most of us, the idea of rolling down Route 66 involves a nostalgic trip on four wheels, powered by a motor. For Virginia Sullivan, that's two wheels too many, and her vehicle runs on leg power. She's part of Adventure Cycling Association based in Missoula, Montana. I caught up with her on a Skype connection a while back to talk about an ambitious Route 66 bicycle mapping project that they're doing and to learn about the association. In Part 1, Ginny talks about the history of the organization and its project. This podcast is brought to you by Levy County, Florida and Springfield, Illinois, mild after magnificent mile. Have you ever wanted to just get away from it all? Escape to our cozy seaside town where amazing sunsets, excellent fishing, and crystal clear springs await your arrival. Come relax in Levy County, Florida. Explore our website, visitnaturecoast.com. That's visitnaturecoast.com. Most of our trips here on American Road Trip Talk happen to be when we're in the car driving, of course, because we favor those great two-lane roads around America. But you know something? Those two-lane roads are also good for something else, cycling. And we have today with us somebody who knows a lot about that. That's Ginny Sullivan, who is the Special Projects Director at Adventure Cycling. And, Ginny, welcome to American Road Trip Talk. Thank you very much for having me. I'm delighted to have you with us in particular because I understand that you folks are taking on a, um, a new project, which is one of our favorite routes, which is Route 66, and you are doing a very special project that has to do with that. Why don't you tell us about it? Sure. We are um, Adventure Cycling, just to give you a little background, is a nonprofit membership organization. It's the largest nonprofit bike organization in the on the continent with 44,000 well over 44,000 members worldwide. And what we do is we create bicycle route maps that take people across the country or long distances, and usually on those wonderful back roads that your readers love to experience. So this this journey will be a mapped route from basically from Chicago to Los Angeles. Wow. But it will be specifically for cyclists. And so sometimes where the road isn't isn't good um, or we lose Route 66, we'll be kind of fielding cyclists away from the old corridor a little bit to keep them on those back roads and those um, those nice scenic aspects. But then when we can get back on the alignment of Route 66, we definitely do that. And there's some fabulous fabulous bicycle riding uh, along Route 66. Now, I, have you done Route 66 yourself on either driven it or done it on a bicycle? Can you tell a little bit about I, what it's like? Yeah, no, I haven't done the whole thing. I've experienced sections uh, in Arizona, which were just incredible, and Sleekman and um, Oatman and all those places, and it's, it's going to be really, really ex- excellent ride. Right through there. I have so many questions to ask you about that. What kind of a bike should you take on a trip like this? You know, one of the trail bikes with the wider tires, or one of the racing bikes. You know, it's got the narrow ones. I mean, what do you what do you recommend for people who are doing touring? Touring bikes um, typically aren't on display at bike shops. Uh, cyclists have to actually order touring bikes. Uh, however, you can do you can do bicycle touring on any kind of 
bikes. You can retrofit a mountain bike with thin, thinner tires. Um, we don't recommend racing bikes for touring. They just don't hold up to the weight of you know, sharing your gear, your clothing. Maybe you're taking cooking utensils and food with you. So they, they really aren't adequately strong. But you can take hybrid bikes, um, cyclocross bikes. Any number of bikes can be kind of retrofit for for this adventure. And uh, all we recommend, though, is you have a lot of gears so you can shift down on those hills and get over those passes and things like that. Okay, so you want a bicycle that has a lot of gears on it that allows you to take different kinds of grades. But it's also, it's as you were describing it, it sounded like one of those Conestoga wagons that went out <laughs> west. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, cyclists, uh, they travel in any number of ways. Some people um, like to pack everything on their bikes using racks and panniers. Other people like to, to pull a trailer, and there's any number of different kinds of trailers you can you can hook onto the bike, and that's a little more versatile. You don't have to have the eyelets. Uh, other people like to pack as very little on their bike as possible and do what we call credit card touring. So then they, they just stay in hotels and restaurants, and they have very little that they have to pack on their bike, and they can go much faster. I love that credit card tour. <laughs> yeah. That's the ultimate packing light. <laughs> yes, yes. And, you know, as as people, you know, um, our, our aging demographic uh, gets into bicycle touring, that seems to be a really popular way to experience um, our routes. So. Sure. I would imagine that. Uh, you know, I'm thinking that the folks who uh, read American Road Magazine are the kind of people who probably would be traveling in a car, maybe with a bike rack on the back, so that they could experience portions of the trip. Would that fit in with the kind of thing that you folks are going to be mapping? Oh, absolutely. We have um, we have people that purchase our maps and drive or motorcycle our routes all the time, and it's it's perfectly, you know, they're just maps for anybody who wants to do it. One one other thing that we're doing this route that's pretty unique is that um, we also coordinate a national project called the U.S. Road System, and that is an effort to create designated numbered bicycle routes. And we work with the American Association of State Highway and Transportation Officials to do this project. What we're trying to do is get local and state transportation agencies to recognize certain roads as suitable for bicycle travel, designate those and map those and promote those through their tourism and transportation websites. And so Route 66 will actually be, we're working on with a number of states, obviously almost every state mm-hmm. along the corridor to designate Route 66, as well as then create an adventure cycling map that will um, will also follow the same alignment. And uh, so that's very exciting. It will be in the record books as a bike route, as well as mapped by adventure cycling. And we really do a lot to make um, bicycle travel and if, and if you want to do it by car absolutely suitable for cars too because we list um, we have these incredible maps that are waterproof and tearproof oh, wow. so if you get caught in a rainstorm they don't fall apart you know you're, oh. you're exposed to the elements um, and then they, they break the route down into smaller sections and then they do a little map that shows you the route right up close and give you turn turn instructions 
Like the old trip kicks that. Oh yes, like, yes, exactly. Yeah. I, matter yeah. of fact, I, we should probably step back. By the way, Ginny Sullivan, who is a special project director for AdventureCycling.org, is with us. By the way, that website is important because there's a wealth of information there, not only about this route that is going to be set for Route 66, but also for many others throughout the country. That's AdventureCycling.org. And by the way, just for the folks who are listening to this, uh, every now and then you hear the conversation break up a little bit, it's because we're doing this on Skype, and that sometimes can be a little dicey, but that's okay, because I get to see her lovely face as I'm doing this. <laughs> so, Ginny, let's get back to the uh, Route 66 project and tell a little bit about, you know, how you folks develop that kind of thing. Yeah, so typically how we do bicycle routes is, is we find a corridor that we want to um, develop into a bicycle route. So, for example, the Underground Railroad bicycle route uh, we developed that in, a few years ago and just released a new section of that, which actually goes through Detroit, where, where you are. And what we do is we decide, you know, a, a basic alignment or corridor that we want to follow. And then we we dig in within that corridor and find the right roads. We look for trails. We look for um, suitable facilities for bicycles. And we map that out. And uh, we go very detailed. So we, we send researchers out once we pick the roads to actually document the route and note where there's no signs that point you on the road. So that we'll make that note in the maps, you know, veer right, unsigned, U.S. highway, blah, blah, blah. So it works really well for people that are traveling because it's just that level of detail you really need. And cyclists do not like to get lost because... If, if you have to, you know, turn around and go back, a, a five-mile, you know, delay is uh, a lot for a cyclist. So we try to keep, yeah, we try to keep our details pretty specific. It's your own gas that you're using, so you want to make sure that you do it right the first time. That's right. That's right. What led you folks to choose Route 66? Obviously, it's one of the great uh, adventure routes in the United States, but I mean, you've done others before this as well. What led to this particular route? You know, we just get, you know, we have an international membership and we just get so many requests. Uh, I'm telling you, the constant requests, how do I bicycle Route 66? And we've never mapped it. And it's that iconic road that uh, cyclists from all over the world want to experience. It's kind of like the Pacific Coast or, or biking mm-hmm. through a, a national park. It really draws that international cycling crowd as well as domestic cyclists. And so um, it was because we were receiving so many requests. And then with the idea that... Um, you know, so many of the state DOTs were interested in designating it as a U.S. bike route as well, really pushed us to try to, to, to match these two um, pieces together and, and do both at the same time. And so it was really at the call of cyclists that were mapping this route. Is there special signage on the roads that are these uh, special uh, U.S. bike routes? Yes, there are. There are the... The technical term is the M1-9, but <laughs> whatever I'll write that, that down. <laughs> yeah, they're, um, they're, they have a bicycle on top and a number on the bottom, and uh, what is being used right now is a black and white sign. However, the national committee that approves all of our, our uniform traffic control devices has approved a green on white sign, which matches the 
state by route signs. So I'm not sure what will happen with Route 66, but I know Arizona, for example, plans to sign the entire Route 66 as a wow, bicycle. Great. I know that in certain cities um, in my area, which happens to be Detroit, some of the bicycle areas actually have their own lane. Uh, when they designate a U.S. bike route, do they create that lane to the right-hand side normally of the traffic? Uh, usually there's a stripe there that indicates a bike route. Do they do that kind of thing on any of these roads? You know, it's kind of the other way around. It, it's more or less we use existing facilities as much as possible. So when we do the Underground Railroad route, through Detroit, we use local cycling knowledge and the city information to actually route cyclists on roads that had facilities as much as possible. And, of course, back roads make wonderful bike routes because they don't need any special facilities. They're low traffic, they're beautiful and scenic, and and cyclists can get by on that without any trouble. So in those cities, we really try to look for facilities to route cyclists on it just makes it a much more enjoyable and pleasant and safer experience trails also you know we try to look for trails and blend those in when will uh, the route 66 uh, bike route be finished the the project that you're working on right now do you know we're about halfway done with the research on this route so in usually it takes about five years to develop a route of this length for adventure cycling, we have four or five cartographers that work on it um, when possible because we have a, over 40,000 mapped miles of bicycle routes. Wow. We have to maintain that route network. So we work constantly on updating uh, the information on our, on our existing maps. So this will take enough to get uh, out, and, and it will be probably the summer of 2014 before it's published. Okay. Now, do, do segments of it come out in the meantime, or do you wait till you have the entire route? We usually do segments. So we might do the first half first, and then the second half released, you know, three months or four months later. We do that quite often, um, but I'm really not sure. We're, we're too far away from the actual release date to know how exactly that's going to come out, but stay tuned. Um, you know, we're working hard on it. It's going to be really exciting when it gets done. This also allows us having, you know, this kind of long process to develop our maps also allows time for the um, transportation agencies and the, right. you know, the cities and, and the communities that we go through to get that. Uh, to get the agreements in place mm-hmm. to designate it. So it really is working hand-in-hand hand quite well, and we're excited to, to be able to partner at the local level on one of our routes. Thanks for listening to Part 1 of this conversation with Virginia Sullivan of the National Adventure Cycle Organization. Today's podcast has been brought to you by Levy County, Florida. For more information, check out their website at visitnaturecoast.com. And by Springfield, Illinois, where you'll enjoy mile after magnificent mile. Please subscribe to our regular podcast interviews through iTunes or your favorite podcast application. And visit us at AmericanRoadMagazine.com for more information about the magazine, trip itineraries, suggestions, fun contests, and a whole lot more. Until we meet again on the American Road, this is Foster Brown reminding you that the joy is in the journey.